0: It's the people who are willing to push through the hard, to come up with new ideas, to come up with new solutions, to show up when they don't want to show up and to get through whatever the season is that people are in. And I feel like that is exciting and a responsibility that we have as business owners right now is to come up with solutions to, you know, I feel... You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 421. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. I am excited to bring you this episode. Most of you guys always love when I come on here and I have some sort of transparency or vulnerability to share with you and I've just had so many conversations in the last I don't know probably three to four months with business owners who have just felt the burnout and felt like they've had the thoughts in their head of like should I quit my business some have a lot of people have actually in the online space and I've Feel like a purge is happening that needed to be happening and that's a whole different conversation that I've kind of had on here before but overall just the pressure the pressure when things shift and change in the economy and and the world and you know overall pivots are required the pressure falls back on businesses and you know what also gets the world out of recessions and changes things and creates jobs again it's the freaking entrepreneurs like it's the people who are willing to push through the hard to come up with new ideas, to come up with new solutions, to show up when they don't want to show up and to get through whatever the season is that people are in. And I feel like that is exciting and a responsibility that we have as business owners right now is to come up with solutions to, you know, I feel so, so empowered and responsible for making sure that our clients can still be successful, even if that means massively pivoting something in their business or with their offer, with their messaging, because things have gotten harder. Not for everybody, but for some people, are feeling the impacts of the recession. I, I really believe that we're about to like have it announced that we're officially in a recession, but I think we've been here for like a year, I really do. And I think it'll be a little bit longer but I think especially as business owners, we've already felt a lot of this for sev- the last several months. We're the first to start to feel it. Right. And we protect employees and our business and we take the cuts and we take the, you know, the hits and we drive the pivoting. But with that, you you can do all of that and still have those moments where you feel, feel like you want to give up. And so I had one of those days the other day. It was just like a combination of so many problems at one time not even just all my business just things that like literally our AC at our house our entire all in one week our entire AC in our house like unit two units we have for our house went out we live in Texas it's really hot so that's really bad but to fix the entire thing is like twenty thousand dollars so I was like are you kidding me? Like that happened. Um, there's like a legal thing I had to deal with that you know people don't always talk about those things. It's like a pain, and honestly, our our system is set up so that lawyers win and nobody else wins. So there was that happening. Like there there was something else that came up, you know, a struggle. And when you are the CEO, it doesn't matter if somebody else messes something up or you know somebody decides they can't show up or or they really can't show up for some reason, like you're responsible for it at the end of the day. You're responsible for it. Even if you didn't like do anything or cause it at the end of the day, you have to take ownership, right? And you have to figure out, is it your process or what is it in your business? And that can be so hard and frustrating. And those are the days when you're like, I can't do this. Like, I can't be responsible. I mean, I can't imagine having like 100, 200 employees because I have 20 and some days I'm like, oh my gosh, like I cannot even do this anymore. And I'm just kidding. I, there's so much reward with it, but but truly nobody really talks about the liability and um you know the responsibility and i'm not just talking about making payroll i'm talking about also the responsibility of like people's actions and how at the end of the day their actions end up being your responsibility and and your outcome and for the most part that's always fine and good And, and I believe my team does most things better than I could do things that's the goal at least but there are some times where things happen that I have to end up in an uncomfortable conversation owning up to something apologizing for something and making something right and I I never enjoy that right and so I had this week where there was like all these things at one time and it was like everything oh and our septic decided to back up into our house one day, like all in the same week. So anyways, it was super stressful. And I honestly ha- just had that one of those days where I was like, I don't want to do this. And th- those days for me, obviously, like it's, it's almost like a fantasy, right? Because I would never quit my business. I will pivot all day long as much as I need to, but I will never quit. And I just was like, I can't, I don't want to do this. And so I'm going to talk about the three things I do when that happens, because I don't know, I just feel like people don't talk about that enough on social media. You get the highlight reel. Everything looks great. And I just want you guys to know, like, especially right now, if you are feeling pressure or stress or frustration or burnout or any of those things, it is normal. And I messaged a friend and I was like, I am not okay. Like, can you talk to me? And one thing that helped for me, and this is me, but he replied to me and was like, Emily, You are the CEO of a multiple seven figure business and you need to snap out of this and focus on solutions. And I was like, okay, that's what I needed to hear. Like I needed to not be focusing on how everything's going wrong and just realize I'm not failing. This is a season. This is a, 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 you know, a time that was pushing me, but all the time that that happens, it's just leading me for what's next. And so here's three things I do when I have these weeks or sometimes months and these seasons. Number one, I think it's really important, and I've learned this the hard way, that if you feel like you can't focus and you can't get something done and you're extremely overwhelmed or you don't want to get on meetings or you don't want to talk to people, you got to honor that space. And for me, like there was a couple of days that I was like, I just, I can't go to my team huddle. I need a break. I don't want to talk to people. I need to think and one of the things that always works the best for me is walking. Like I will walk for miles and just think and not have any music, any audiobook, anything like I just I just think. And it helps me so much just like process thoughts and so there's something that combining movement with complete stillness that works so well and I think we've lost that so much. All of the really good like OG business books that I read talk about how entrepreneurs and CEOs made time to just think. I, I read um, Phil Knight who's the founder of Nike's book Shoe Dog which was such a great memoir and he used to sit in this chair every night for like an hour and just think and, and have time for that and I think because we're constantly stimulated with social media which basically just reminds you hey you're failing look at yourself compared to this person like they're doing better for you we don't make that time and so if you feel that overwhelm and you feel that need like that burnout really it's kind of like burnout but I don't I don't love that word because I feel like it's overused but there is a point where you just like your brain cannot function the way that you are when you're at a peak performance place and so whenever that happens I take a day or two or a week if I need it even though it feels like the opposite thing that I should do because normally when things happen for me my response is like do more I get value out of doing more like if I'm crossing things off the list if I'm in the weeds if I'm doing this then at least I'm like solving the problem but that's not always the case sometimes to solve the problem I need to get space and so For me, I have to do that to bring back creativity. So much of what you do as a business owner, especially if you're a content creator, has to come from a place of creativity, which is only going to come from when you have space. And so I can never, there's many times that my team will be like, Emily, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about this? And I'm like, literally, I can't answer you until tomorrow because I need an half an hour or an hour to think about this and, and make a decision on it and I don't know and I can't make a snap decision on this and that's also why side note as an entrepreneur and a CEO you have to limit the number of decisions that you need to make because decision making fatigue is real and if you don't have time to think in process deciding like what's for dinner or should you leave on your trip on Monday or Tuesday becomes paralyzing <laughs> trust me been there. So the first thing I do is honor that need for space and try to bring back creativity, try to bring back clarity. And and I know, I can tell, like I've been through this enough that I know when I'm not there and I know when I need space. And I will tell my team, like, I'm just not... In, you know, in a good energetic space, it's really rare. This only happens maybe like a couple of times a year that I literally feel like I can't even go to my team huddle because I know I won't bring the right energy to the team. And when I get to that point, I really have to step away. And that just happened a couple of weeks ago. And and people do pick up on that energy. And so I, I won't record podcasts or videos or go on Instagram stories or it, go to meetings with my team if I'm in that space because it comes off and I know I need to give myself time to be in my own head the second thing I do and this is harder done than said but I focus on solutions versus the failure because I tend to get in a place where I'm like well I should have done this and I should have done this and I should have done this better and like here's where you messed up and and I and I I oftentimes find myself trying to attach like the exact reason or decision or thing that I did that caused the outcome that I'm not happy about. And sometimes it's just like, this is what happens. This is what happens when you grow a business. Like this is what happens when you have clients. This is what happens when you're a CEO. You cannot control everything. You can't control every variable, you can't control other people, you can't control the economy, you can't control it all, but you can control your reaction and you can control your actions and so instead of focusing on failure or should-haves and you guys, I didn't do this well. Like I went to my friend when I reached out to him and I was like, I should have done this. Like I'm such an idiot. (laughs) And he was like, stop. That's coming from a place of shame. You need to focus on what you're going to do moving forward and not looking back. So instead of doing that, focus on solutions. Focus on what you can control, an action you can take because there is always something. I think it's fine to feel it in the moment, to feel the overwhelm give yourself the day. Like you don't have to jump right into solutions because honestly, if you're overwhelmed, you're not going to come up with solutions. But after you give yourself that space, the next thing to do is focus on the solutions versus beating yourself up over what you could have done better. And I say this and I'm thinking you got to keep taking your own advice, Emily, because I do not always do this. I really struggle with this because for me, I'm very conditioned to focus on like, the bad. Like, what are you doing bad? What can you criticize? How can things be better? And to an extent, it's actually created a lot of success for me. But in my business, it almost paralyzes me because I get afraid like, okay, what if I make the wrong decision? So you guys, everybody experiences things like this. Even if you look at me and you're like, oh my gosh, she's created all this success and whatever you think about me, I struggle with these things. I struggle with being hard on myself and failing. Not that I'm afraid of failing, I don't really feel that, but I beat myself up when I do something and I should have done it better or I don't achieve a result. And so instead of that, instead of looking at a problem or looking at a situation that isn't where you want it to be, instead of focusing on what you should have done, which you cannot control, right? We can't go back and control anything. We can control what we do from now on and moving forward and we can learn from it. And there's constant lessons in everything we're doing. And then the final thing I do when i feel like this when i feel like giving up is i create a plan like i write it down i have to create actions and part of this is because for me having that allows me to feel back in control now whether that's like the perfect thing to do or not i don't know but i think as long as i have actions and i'm clear on what i'm trying to achieve and the outcome i'm trying to achieve and that's a part of it too is like you know sometimes there's times in my business or or in my life when things are not feeling how i want them to be and before i can create a plan before i can do anything i have to clarify where i want to be i have to clarify that like dream outcome because if i'm not clear on that how am i going to create solutions and a plan to achieving that and so there's sometimes where i have to actually think like okay why why am I uncomfortable here? Why am I frustrated here? Why is it happening? And what's my dream outcome? Like whether that's in my business, whether that's how much time I'm working, whether that is, you know, in my health and fitness in my relationships, it can go into any category of your life. But creating a plan in order to do that, you have to be clear on the outcome. And so the final thing I do when I feel like giving up is I get clear on, what that outcome is I'm trying to achieve in my business or my life or relationships and I create the plan to getting there. And then it's one foot in front of the other and you get back up and you just keep going. And you know that it's only a matter of time until you're back here again and you repeat the process. And the cool thing is your tolerance for this begins to grow. Like if I think back to you know five, seven years ago when I started my business, there's absolutely no way that I could have handled the week that I went through. Like I didn't have the tolerance and the resilience to handle that. And now I know that in years from now, I can look back on what I just explained that week that I had and I'll be like, oh, that was easy compared to this huge problem that I'm having or this season that I'm going through. And that's because we're we're being given the things that are gonna prepare us for the next level. And that always gets me excited because I know, okay, when things feel hard, or when things are are feeling like this, it's because I'm being prepared for that next thing. And the only way to get to the next thing is through it. You can't avoid it. You can't stop it. You can't control it. You've got to just get through it and focus on that solution and move forward, take action. And the last thing I'll add is like a bonus that I'm working on is celebrate the wins. Because there's sometimes where I'm like... Yeah, so this is terrible and this is terrible. And this is like what my friend was like, Emily, you don't even acknowledge your success. Like you don't even see yourself as successful. And if I was to go ask a thousand people, they would all think that you're successful. And I'm like, I genuinely don't see it that way. Like I can easily focus on the failure or what I could do better, but it's hard to focus on what's good. It's it's a practice, it's like a muscle. So I don't know. I hope you guys found this helpful. You could save it for one of those days that you maybe feel this or have this next time. But I know that I um, always appreciate when someone shares this, you know, insight into their life and kind of humanizes that this is normal and that things like this happen Um, and everybody goes through it no matter what level you're at. And, you know, that's life, right? Like. Life would be pretty boring if we were just completely happy 50, 100% of the time. We would be bored. We'd create problems so that we were not happy, right? Because that's what we do as humans. So we can then solve those problems. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. Each episode is brought to you from the trenches of Hirsch Marketing, where our team of industry-leading copywriters, marketing strategists, ads managers, graphic designers, and tech wizards Use their unique genius to help our clients profit more and scale faster than they ever dreamed possible. Want to see what happens when we unleash our experts on your brand? Head over to helpmystrategy.com and apply for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch. No matter where you are in your marketing journey, we have solutions to take you to the next level and beyond. So apply for your call today and discover what marketing magic we can create for you.